Hello? Hey, what's up, dog? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I'm everything's good on my end, player. Fuck yeah. We did it. What are you using? Yeah, what what are you using? Um, I'm using uh Well, I'm using my computer, right? And then I have a microphone plugged into a uh what's called uh, a Scarlet. Yeah. It's you probably have something similar for Dark Season, right? Where you can it's like an interface where you plug in a, what do you call it? A mic or a guitar or whatever into that. And then that gets plugged into the computer. Yeah. Hank Trank has that shit, man. Yeah. When I record pod- podcasts on my shit, I just plug the mic straight into my MacBook. I like that. That's raw. Yeah. That's why your podcast is, has so much raw power. That's how fucking, that's how ghetto boys do it. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't even really, to me, it doesn't really matter how you recorded your podcast because the handsome just kind of comes through anyway, regardless of the mic or the computer situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, thank you and likewise, man. I feel the same. Uh, I usually, a lot of times I just record that bitch straight into my phone because my Wi-Fi is so trash at the house. Right. That it's easier for me to just do the shit on my phone and upload it that way instead of using the computer. I feel it. That's why. Yeah, it sucks, dude. That's why I upload all my fucking videos on YouTube, uh, on the fucking app, the creator's app on my phone instead of doing it on my computer. Ain't that fucking shitty? I mean, that's the world we're living in, man. It's not good. It is. All this new technology comes out and then you're like, I thought this was supposed to make life easier. Why is it harder? Yeah, it is, man. And I fucking bought the. I got this MacBook and I bought this little uh, 4K uh, camera and I haven't used either fucking thing to edit, shoot or upload a video. I'm just using my iPhone, new iPhone. I mean, that's like probably the most raw shit I've heard all week, to be honest with you. Um, and yeah. that's saying something because I've been hiking in the wilderness lately and meeting all kinds of strayed feral dogs you know yeah. finding snow-capped mountains you know that kind of yeah. shit you know where I've there's been seeing you yeah, yeah i'm I've online you out there you out there on the gram dog and this is the thing man for me uh you know i'm i don't know i'm on my damn second on, on like a spiritual fucking journey path right now trying to show love to myself and the world and i'm really into this fucking nature shit dog Same. Uh, I, you know what I'm, you know what i'm saying i like I it do. i feel it. yeah it's a good vibe it's a good look it, it's not it's fuck fuck a look it's a good vibe it is what have you been doing man i fucking just put my kids to bed and that's why I told you, hey, man, let's do this shit right now. Because I have to strategically, anything I do, I wait till my kids go to sleep. That's why I shoot all my videos, do all my podcasts, do all that shit late at night or early in the morning. as not to sacrifice my guiding light that I shine upon my children. You know what I'm saying? And I just got out fucking, I had to work today. And I'm just down here in the Nerdcore Players Lounge packing up some shit you know, making sure some shit don't fall off my shelf that's posed in the correct way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> fucking chilling, bro. <laughs> I really like everything you just said, to be honest. And I just want to add one thing. 
with that. I've always said that you're uh, um, you're raising the next generation of heroes, and that's why yeah. that's why you know I think that uh, not only are you the dawn of figure reviews, YouTube movie reviews and discussion, but also uh, the the official hero bishop. Yeah, look, man, I'm a fucking uh, narcissist, bro. So all you're doing is throwing all you're doing is throwing gasoline on the fire. Hey, I got plenty where that came from, man. I go to the gas station, yeah. I load up, I just get you know empty yeah. cans and I put them in the trunk. You know, yeah. If you drive uh, a jeep should... like I do, then it's uh, you know, you might as well use the space that you brought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, I drive a Nissan Versa, bro. So that's 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 a dad life. Son. I like that. Me, me, and you might as well uh, have a gasoline fight, like on fucking Newlander Part One. <laughs> I was gonna say that's tight. I've been wanting to do that. You know, one of the only tight things that happened when I lived in uh, in Hollywood a couple years ago was, uh, you know, that Zoolander Two came out. Yeah. Remember when that shit came out, and um, I don't even think I saw dude, it. I, but dude, I fucking own both of those movies, bro. <laughs> Are you serious? I, I, look, I'm, I'm, I was so goddamn hyped for Zoolander two to come out. Yeah, and I fucking went and saw it opening night, bro. No way. Was there any people there was, besides you? Yeah, it was fucking packed, dude. Those movies are hilarious, bro. Yeah. Those movies are funny as fuck. I Dude, I the first don't. one is so legit. It's super funny, but I and I was really excited about the second one too, but to be honest with you, I don't know what happened. Maybe I had like an aneurysm or uh, some kind of a uh, fainting spell or like a uh, um maybe I was drunk even though I don't really drink. Um yeah. but something must have happened cuz I actually I forgot the movie came out until probably right now. And it's weird because I went to this thing that was for the movie before the movie came really? out. Really? Yeah. Damn. Like, uh, so look, what it, What happened? I saw a fucking, look, before I tell you, I saw a uh, little uh, fucking uh, ad for the movie, right? And it said it had him on it and it said, long time no Z. And I was like, <laughs> eh, that's fucking funny. Um. Man, basically, like, your boy uh, Zoolander, after the uh, center that he got built, like, crashed down and killed them kids, <laughs> he was living in, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I do. Yep. He was, like, out in this, like, wilderness living, like, a secluded life, and him and Hansel weren't boys no more for some reason, and uh, there was this international conspiracy of of shit going on where like he had a son but this dude was using his son for some evil shit it's a lot to explain but anyway they fucking like team up and save the world and Mugatu breaks out of prison and all this other shit which oh, is that was a fucking that wasn't a good explanation but dude it's so fucking funny dude so uh me. let me ask you this was it did it hold up to the first one yeah, I was just going to say it's as good as the first one. Okay. Just in a different way because it's like makes fun of the first one. Yeah. But it's also like relevant to now. Yeah. And, and there's, you know how the first one made fun of shit back in the day uh-huh. that was like popular then? Well, they do the same thing now. And uh, it, I, it, it's fucking funny, man. Look, 
if people don't, the same motherfuckers who de, who didn't get that are the same motherfuckers who didn't get Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Damn, damn. That's that's tough talk from two I'm, totally unrelated genres. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that they call you the hero. Yeah, what more yeah. do I gotta I say? Mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a visionary filmmaker like you, but well, you know. Well, I appreciate that. You don't got to say all that. I mean, I don't know. The jury's out on that. You know, I might have to get a job at a video store pretty soon. In fact, I might be like on my second interview for that shit. But that's cool because I'm going to save up money. And then uh, once I have enough money saved up, I'm doing two things. And uh, they they both involve you, weirdly enough. Do Um, they? They do. They do. So the first thing is I'm going to move to New York. Um, yeah. and the second thing is I'm going to visit Nashville, Tennessee. And the reason that they both involve you is because when I visit the South, the heartland, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. visit my boy hero Bishop. Yeah. Cause I want to see the lair, the nerd core. What did you call it? The player's lounge, right? I want to Yeah, see, Yeah. Yeah. I want to get my feet wet in the player's lounge, bro. Dog, we can fucking, uh, I got this, it, this like epoxy floor down here because this was a basement before it got turned into a player's lounge or refinished <laughs> player's lounge and it's got this epoxy floor that it's real easy to dance on and like fucking do <laughs> breaking and shit you know what oh, I'm saying yeah, we're gonna have to record the hardest metal album of the year when I get there yeah dog I like that I'll that's bring my Les Paul with me on the plane yeah that's the type of area it is down here I don't even know what epoxy um, is but it sounds like it's 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 ready for me. It, it, it makes it where like, oh, this was just like a concrete floor, like in a fucking uh, studio apartment in New York. But now it's <laughs> like has a layer over it. You know what I'm saying? I do. No, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I like that. Well, they both yeah, involve yeah. you because the first, I mean, obviously Tennessee visit, visit the God, but in New York, the thing about moving there is that see in LA, Okay, I grew up in LA, right? And uh I lived yeah. here. I I lived here for a long time and then I left LA. And when I left LA, hey. it's sort of like I like to say that's when my life started, right? I started getting hired. I started to actually become a filmmaker that was making money and I did that as a job. That was my my yeah. full-time job. And then I moved back to LA and the same thing happened as what happened before, which is that I didn't get hired anymore. Um so the point about why this involves you is that I know that as soon as I leave Los Angeles County, I'll be a filmmaker again. I've already tested yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? I already tested this theory once before and proved my point. So I do that again. You already left, right? Right. Exactly. So yeah. so if I do that, so if I move to New York, bada bing, bada boom, the things happen. You know, I'm eating bagel sandwiches from the what they call the bodega. Okay. And you know, yeah, and know. I'm meeting motherfuckers out there. there, right? So you already yeah. know what it is, right? There's Italian yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have money. They yeah, want to, yeah. you know, pay for me to make a film. This is where you come in. They suddenly, I have yeah. all these producers that own a restaurant, and they're like in the money laundering business, and they want to throw yeah. some cash my way. And then next thing you know, I'm making Drive Part Two, not directed by Nick. Reffin, but directed by WD-40, Earth Sausage. That's me. And then you are yeah. playing the Ryan Gosling role. Yeah. You but, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I, but slightly more attractive with tattoos. Yes. 
Yeah, far yeah, more attractive and bigger muscles, definitely. Yeah, yeah dog. That's when I have to start doing push-ups and shit. I like that. I like that. Um, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. I mean, it's uh, honestly, it's just one of those things where it's just uh, it's what they what do they say? It's in the ether. It's gonna yeah, happen either way, is. right? Look, man. Yeah, it's like the Kabbalion, if I'm saying it correct. It's a little book I read. It's all about mental alchemy and fucking mental magic, bro. Making shit happen. You know, the is that secret. some prayers shit? Yeah, man. It's is that some? Ancient. I think I saw Leah Farsayer post about that, like uh, on Instagram one one time. Is that the same thing I'm thinking of, or is that some other shit? Yeah, it, it probably is. You know, my boys, Leah Far and me, uh, are mystics, so. Yeah, I'll actually link you up with some shit, dog, all right? So I you fuck can, with that. So you can look into it yourself. But it's basically like, you know, it's some of the beliefs of that shit is similar to uh, something called the secret. And look, right. the, secret, the secret's not real if you're just saying you want some shit and thinking it's going to happen. But the secret is real if you believe it's going to happen, but you put in the work and you take the steps for it to happen. And that's the same thing as changing your mind, mental alchemy, mental magic. You know what I'm saying? I do because, well, you could also make the case, you could make the argument that, um, do you even really believe it if you don't take the steps? No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, so it is. It is that. I want to yeah, see. I want to see this. These materials. These. 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 Uh, these texts that you, that you have on hand. I want to check it out. I'm gonna check this out after the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I. What I like to do, because I work in a. Uh, you know, people might be shocked to know that I don't just sit and make dark season music and YouTube and shit all day. I gotta go to fucking work forty hours a week. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Yep. And when I'm there. And when I'm there, I like to listen to audiobooks. And I actually just got through listening to a book about it, which I'm going to share that and link you up with that. Nice. And so, it's some like real I, mystical I, alchemy type of shit. Okay, which, dude. It's like, that. I mean, I'm, that's it's, my it's wavelength. Like, I don't know if you've seen my necklace that I like to wear uh, most days yeah. of the week, which is a, what they call a bowline knife. Yeah, bro, I'm into fuck, dude. You you would be su- surprised the the shit that I'm into, dog. I'm talking about fucking meditation, go uh going to sweat lodges, all kind of shit. You know? Man, so here's the thing, right? Um, you're into all of this shit, and I also have a fascination with the dark, the occult, the secret, the hidden, the mystical, just like my brother Hero Bishop. Um. What's yeah. crazy to me, okay, is that um, Hero Bishop, as far as I know, is not uh, a tried and true David Lynch fanatic. I mean, I know that Hero Bishop is a huge fan of the classic American Western Wild at Heart by David Lynch. Uh, it, anybody who disrespects that is disrespecting my firstborn son because his name is Sailor. Man, that warms my heart when you say that, and I, if you said, you've said it before, yeah. and it's done that before. Um, but what yeah. I what I need to understand is why why is it that Hero Bishop isn't trying to watch all three seasons of Twin Peaks on some super deep mystical shit? So we have we have that podcast episode to talk about it in the future. Mm. Well, 
I'm gonna be quite honest with you, man. Tell me. There, there's a lot of shit in this life I need to watch. There's about one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, twenty comic book omnibuses on my shelf I need to read. Yeah. About thirty more. 30 Blu-rays I need to watch four or five series I need to watch mm-hmm. but man it's just time is, is very sparse for me with being a father of two and still trying to work put out content and be the mystical motherfucker that I am you know what I'm saying yes sir well you're doing the Lord's work because you're raising the next generation uh, also you're uh, changing the face of uh, of the gothic scene with your band The Dark Season which is my favorite Thank band you. that's uh active uh in the world and i'll just say that right now on this podcast for the public to hear and to receive deep inside of their bodies because they should do that i appreciate you saying that too man because uh you know what i'm saying you're down in the in the in the real where anybody here like in tennessee or anybody out this way or most people in the world think you know like the area that you live in is the heart of all cutting edge culture shit whether it be goth punk rap or whatever and it, you've been a, a down since pretty much since we started our band man and i appreciate yes, it sir. a lot and you know uh, that new album man we only got we got two more songs we got to re-record some vocals on and we're gonna drop that bitch when are you gonna drop the second dark season album are we gonna get some breaking news on the uh, the official above the cup podcast right now uh Ah, man, I don't know. <laughs> we have to call look, in uh, uh, the mystical man of uh, 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 of keyboards. And, Hank uh, Trank. Yeah, Mr. Hank Trank look, look, on this to, to get the word, right? Look, yeah, yeah. The dark look, season is, is a, is a, is a uh, what's the word? Not a trifecta, but whatever two is of that. That's that's what it it's is. A it's a deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we, we had the whole album done. Yes. Right? And then uh, we did that video with you. We did a video on our own, and we we got an idea for the third video we're gonna do. But Ill. then Hank Trank hit, but then Hank Trank hits me up and he's like, "Hey man, uh, <laughs> fucking, you need to re-record the vocals on these two songs." And I'm like, "Send them to me." And I'm like, "Nah, bro, that shit sounds money." But right, he's the one who. Re- he's the one who records, mixes, masters the shit, so he can hear shit I can't hear. Right. So I'm. So I'm like, all right, man, let's do it. And but then he had a baby. I was in the middle of moving, a yep. lot of shit. But we're all we got to do is re-record some vocals on those two songs, and it, it'll be ready. And that's why to make show motherfuckers we ain't been bullshitting. That's why we put out the two video songs for free download on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it should be done, man. Some some. Fucking sometime this year, I know that. Which Man, that makes me real happy. I'm excited to I'm excited to get that shit. And also, um, y'all need to get some crazy merch up, like all kinds of merch. Because I think I already own all the dark season merch that exists in the world uh, at the moment. I have a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I want like a dark season coffee mug and a dark season flip flops and dark season sweatshirt, you know, like a hooded sweatshirt that Man, I can wear yeah, on my wilderness yeah. treks when I'm meeting stray dogs yeah. in the wild and uh, jumping over rivers in my Converse All Stars. You know what I'm saying? Hour of the wolf shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, that, uh, that's you a gotta let me know when that when that comes out. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be on that shit. I'm gonna be overdrawing Dude. the bank account. <laughs> 
you're the one. I mean, that, it is what it is, what, you know? That's why we got to... And the only way we're going to be able to do all that is if we make one of them fucking tea public stores, man, because that's a lot of capital. I've been playing in bands my whole life, uh, and, and fucking making merch up front's a lot of money. True, true. But, but uh, yeah, man, we, we, we still got a couple shirts and shit, but I think you got everything. Um, <laughs> we fuck. <laughs> We fucking uh, what 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 about the uh fucking gas order, dog? Why don't you why don't you, you know, talk a few words about that while we're we're on the subject? I mean, yeah, I could do that. I could t- I could say something that I haven't really thought about it. Honestly, nobody's uh, ever asked me about it. Um, well, you know me and Hank. You know me and Hank Trank fuck with it. Oh, I do. I do know that, and I appreciate that. Um, Hank Trank even bought a baseball tee. And uh, that shit is dope, and I want one. I want to buy one. Yeah, hey, I had a, somebody compliment me on my uh, above the cut fucking uh, Illuminati shirt the other day at work. No shit. Yeah, and they, you know, motherfuckers in the south, bro, they get scared of shit like that. But <laughs> I, don't think she, I don't even think she was scared. She was like mystified, like, "Oh, what is that?" And I was like, "My boy, he's you know what I'm saying. He's a visionary filmmaker. He got a YouTube channel. He got a podcast. Fuck with him." Damn. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I appreciate that, man. I got hey, friends man, I pre- in high places that wouldn't even lift a finger to support your boy WD over here, but y'all are real ones. It's all love, dog. I appreciate. Hey, that. man, you you always represent, bro. So well, you know. appreciate it, man. And I don't I don't fuck with whack motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean. That's probably why I don't have a lot either. of friends in L.A. Most of my friends are not in L.A., to be honest with you. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to just shit all over L.A., even though that's exactly what I want to do. I can talk about, yeah. uh, you know, gash order. That's, co- that's cool. Um, gash order. So I'm a big John Carpenter fan, and he uh, yeah. he does the music to all his films, and, uh, and I really like that. Um, and I like the yeah. sound, and uh, I like that electronic music. And so um, I was actually thinking at first that I wanted to make some uh, some music for uh, my YouTube videos since I was starting to focus yeah. on doing a lot more of that kind of shit since I wasn't getting hired freelancing yeah. anymore. Um, so, Man, you know we're, we're YouTube boys. I mean, you know, we're out here. We're trying to build a network, bro. Hey, people say YouTube's dead. Nah, motherfucker. That's when you pop off on YouTube when people say it's dead and they're jumping onto other shit and you're the one still in the trenches. I mean, it's really all about the message. It's not the medium. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. Anyway, I I interrupted you, but I just no, nah, it's all good. That. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, gas order. I don't know. It's like uh, I was gonna do some sort of music for some videos because I use a lot of stuff that other people make or, you know, sometimes Levi's used to hire me to do commercials for them. And then when that would happen, because that shit was, was legit, you know, um, and they had a lot of money and it was going out publicly and they have their lawyers and everything and um, putting stuff on television and all that kind of stuff. You know, I had to have it on the up and up. And so I would take the budget they would have and I'd pay somebody and I would license the music and then use that. Right. And typically I would select it, which was cool because I had a lot of creative control for a long time with them. So I had a great time. But, um, with this YouTube shit, I was like, what do I want to do? Do I want to license music or 
uh, you know, how am I going to move forward with this kind of thing? And I was like, man, I could make the music I want to hear better than anything I'm going to find. So I just started doing that. And then I thought, you know what? I could make an album of shit that I would bump in the whip, as they say, you know, listen to when I'm driving up to the mountains every day, you know, something that would get me in the right frame of mind, ready to tackle any obstacle. Also feeling like wild mystical at the same time, you know, like I'm ready to astral project on the hilltop looking at the snow-capped mountain in the summer in Los Angeles. That's the really shit you can do, though. And you I know? think, yeah, yeah, it is, man. I yep. think that I, I, I think the fucking uh, vibe of the music conveys that. I appreciate that, man. What do you think about it? You've listened to the record. Yeah, man. What's yeah, what are your? Give me your that. thoughts as a as a one half of the dark season, which is a huge inspiration to my band Gash Order. Um. Yeah. You know, I was like, man, these motherfuckers killing it and i know people out here in la that are in bands that are anywhere from pretty popular to pretty famous um that are doing shit and i mean i would take dark season music over all those motherfuckers and i was like i could do some shit that that just like they did i'd like more than everything they're doing yeah yeah dude we fucking we like it a lot and not that uh we don't our sound is inferior or anything, but me and Hank Trank are always like, damn, his fucking synth and, and his, his shit sounds so clean and clear. And, uh, we our sh- I mean, our shit kind of sounds rough and it's, and, it, and to an extent it's on purpose. Yeah. But as far as like, I don't know, man, the sound of it sounds full and fucking good, man. But you know what I mean? I appreciate that, man. That Thank re- you. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. That worked a long time on trying to get it that way, to be honest. Like, and that's no bullshit. Like, I uh, started off with a couple songs, and then um, I just kept working on it for days and showing it to people and being like, "What do you think?" I don't know. And I wanted it to have kind of a warm analog sound, even though that's ridiculous because there's nothing analog about it. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I wanted it to have that kind of that kind of sound. I wanted to have you know, I wanted it to have some bottom end cause a lot of that kind of shit doesn't really. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know? Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's a good term. Bottom yeah. end. Yep. Well, I like a fat bottom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> you a, know? I'm a fat, fat bottom girls make the synth world go round. Man, that needs to be on a dark season t-shirt. I'd buy it. Yeah, hey, that'd be hard, dog. <laughs> hey, look, this is this is this is how fucking. But my wife's okay with this, and we she still has sex with me, so it this nice. doesn't make me a fucking a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but I get, but I but I like these uh, statues, little statues. Uh, I've actually reviewed a few of them. I haven't put the videos out, but I've been getting these statues from uh, Diamond Select, and they're like female comic book characters like lady deadpool or catwoman and they got they got fat booties on them bro really so that's where i'm yeah 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 my wife's like why my wife's like damn uh that's cool (laughs) usually you you know what i'm saying you're like a dude you got you got uh, action figures and shit on display right in your player's language and like that fat booty comic women <laughs> usually usually you ain't you're getting zero pussy if you're doing stuff like <laughs> yeah. that yeah usually but yeah that's true good. that's true but but when you're the dawn that <laughs> when you have that that mastery of the mystical arts it kind of 
yeah. supersedes all of that. Yeah, you can be a yeah. you can be a pioneer and do what the others cannot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah. that you do that. I think that that's clear I mean, from your Instagram account as well as your YouTube channel. To be honest with you, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I mean, there's there's a fine line line between having a voluptuous female comic book characters statues on display and like motherfuckers who watch like animated Japanese porn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah, the second example is more like when you get that uh, that Chinese food that has the what is it called the drug in it, MSG. Yeah, it has MSG yeah, in it. Yeah. You know, it gives you cancer. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, you yeah. want like that real shit. You want like the freshly, the freshly curated tofu with the you know with the delicious yeah, yeah. ponzu sauce and the you know what I mean like the, all the the edamame vegetables and all that. Yeah, something that will feed the soul. Tofu, the type of tofu grown men that still make love to women are eating. You know, you already know. Yeah, yeah, and you know, my, my, me and my wife are vegans, so you know what I'm saying. We, we, we are, we, we ain't no strangers to the tofu. Oh, not at all. You know, yeah, it's funny because when you were about to say that whole thing about 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 the figures, you were like, yeah. "I got, I got something weird to tell you about my wife," and I was like, "I hope that he says that he wears the above the cut T-shirt while he's having sex with his wife." And I just got to be honest that that ran through my mind with you right now. I just have to say it. I can't keep it to myself. That's okay, man. Uh, I don't really wear a, a shirt at all, but uh, the amount of manly, uh, masculine, alpha male chest hair I have <laughs> is kind of like a shirt. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. You got like that Wolverine kind of situation. Like yeah. It's like the, the grill of a muscle car. You know what I'm saying? You see that thing coming at yeah. you and you're just a deer in the headlights, bro. Yeah, uh, one time I was at work and uh, this girl said, "What is that?" And and she could see a few strands of my chest hair sticking out the top of my shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's chest hair." And then she was like, "Ugh," and I was like, "What?" I said, first of all, I'm what married, so it don't fucking matter." Right? And she said, "I she I'm married, so it don't fucking matter if you like it or not." <laughs> right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. You're like, I'm not I'm looking like, for your look, compliments. Look, but look, bitches are out here like. Uh, thinking dudes and fucking thinking dudes with beards are hot. Uh, yeah, but yeah. A clean shave, but a clean shaven playboy who has chest hair, bro, that trumps all the fucking Santa Claus looking motherfuckers. I mean, I'm just uh, like well, I, I just gotta say I'm glad it's that I'm glad somebody said it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, glad somebody yeah. said it. There's only one. There's only one man that looks luscious with a beard, and that's my boy Dave Parley. Oh goddamn. You know what I'm saying? He looks I do. good. I do. He does look good, and he has like a um, what do you call it? Like a, uh, like he has this mystical aura around him. And when I say aura, I, I mean you know, sort of in the metaphysical sense, but I also mean in the sense that there's girls around him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like all yeah. the time. I mean, and he's. I think he's booed up, or he what? I think yeah, he's from social media. You know what I mean? Because I haven't seen him in a, in a little bit, but I used to run into him a lot when I lived in Hollywood. Like I'd run into him at the farmers market. Yeah, yeah. Um, him and He's him greedy. and Rafael Reyes. I would, I would see them because I'd go over there to get a donut, and then I would walk around and I would yeah. see them chilling. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he just has this presence about him, you know. And I think the beard has a lot of uh, it's like it has a magnetic pull of its own, you know. It fucking does, man. They're uh, they're sweetie boys. You met um those dudes out by you, right? 
Yeah, them, them, they fucking came uh, when they were on tour with the. Uh, well, I, we've we've met twice, man, and like hung out and shit. The first. What was the first time? time? Oh, okay. The first, the first time they came here, they played at this place called uh, Exit Inn, and I had been talking to them online and shit, and I was a fan of the band. And Leafar hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, we want to meet you." Um, oh no, you shit! He just reached out to you yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, wow. well we had been talking. We had been talking back and forth and showing right. love right, right. to each other. And I was like a huge supporter of the music because I love it. And he was like, hey, man, Leofar uh, was like, we'll put you on the guest list. And one no person, and I, brought my, and I brought my wife. And it was crazy because, like, as soon as they got done playing, he fucking, when he, like, when they were done playing, he got off stage and me and him just, like, hugged instantly. And I was like, Bro, I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like we like like a real connection with you guys, like we're brothers. And he was like, "Man, it, we are, dude." He said, "It's like love at first sight, but it's family at first sight." And it just really touched my heart. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, "Whoa, dude, that was fucking mystical." And I kept we kept talking and shit. And then they were coming back on tour with uh, a perfect circle, you know. And uh, they fucking put us on the guest list for that too. And then uh, we fucking hung out after the show and, like, ride, rode around in a golf cart and, like, all this other shit. And they took us out to eat. And I was just like, damn, these motherfuckers ain't bullshitting, you know what I'm saying? They're on a tour with a perfect circle and they still put me and Crystal on guest list. And we hung out afterwards and shit. And I just really felt a lot of love from them, man. And any time I hit them up, like, Leofar shared our fucking uh, video and like anytime I hit him up, man, even you know Leofar's on top of the fucking world right now, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And if sure. I hit him, and if I and if I hit him up, he'll still text me back. And you know what I'm saying? So those motherfuckers, dog, I I think a lot about them, and I really care about them. And a lot of people talk shit about them because people talk shit about everybody when they're fucking doing when they're rising up. But I know from my personal view every experience i've had with this, them is good and they're genuine loving people that's fucking dope and i mean i had a similar kind of encounter uh with those dudes before i even before i mean before you and i even met and also before i moved back to la so it was like you know before i don't know when i moved here 2015 or some shit i was in san francisco still yeah. and uh they were uh just coming out like they only had put out I think their first uh, record by then. Um, yeah. And I don't think that they were really fucking with LA yet either. I think they were probably still in San Diego. I mean, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I'm just sort of speculating at this point, you know, but um, that's kind of was, that was the vibe. Right. So I would like, I would bump prayers in the car on the way to the laundromat and shit like that. I was a big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. I was into it. Right. And then um, I saw they were going to play at this place called the mezzanine in San Francisco uh so i said i gotta go to this and nobody knew who yeah. the fuck they were i mean it, it, relatively speaking like compared to now you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah so i uh i got tickets and i went to that show and um and it was fucking dope and then um when the show was over those dudes just hung out with everybody like you know like what yeah. you said it was like they were just super uh grateful for uh i don't know for their fans and for attention and they weren't really like acting like uh 
fucking asshole rock stars or anything like that. They were uh, talking to everybody and super patient with people, yeah. you know, the, all that type of shit that you don't normally see with the uh, musicians. So, um, yeah, I thought they were fucking, they were the shit. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. I man. was like, uh, I fucking, man, I'm, I'm a, this, this is going to sound corny, but I've lived many lives, which what I mean by that is, you know, I'm a, I've been in recovery for like 15 years. I used to claim, I used to think I was like uh, straight edge, you know, mm-hmm. which I still am. I still am straight edge technically, but I also had to realize that just because I quit doing alcohol and drugs, I was still addicted and to, I had an addictive personality and I let out my addictions in other ways. So I said, yeah, man, you're straight edge or whatever, but you're also a fucking recovering addict. But anyway, right. That that was one of my lives, you know, and like what I mean by that is I, I played in a lot of different kinds of bands, you know, and different kind of music. And no matter no matter what music you're playing, man, there's always these people who are at a certain level and a certain status and they think they're fucking not real humans. But then there's people that ain't shit that think they're not real humans and they think they're fucking superstars. Yep. And yep. what I'm, yeah, what I'm saying though is I, 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 there's a couple bands I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting and hanging out with and shit uh, that that aren't like that. And one of them is Calibres. They're a band I've been listening to a long time. We got to open up for them. Uh, those dudes are really cool. They're okay. real fucking human and prayers. So you know what I'm saying. And it says a lot that uh, it's only two because that's not normal, yeah. you know? No. It's not normal yeah. for it to be like that, and that's sad. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'll, I'll fucking tell you a story, bro. This, and I'm not throwing shade on the dude. I can understand when you're at this level and you're torn every day and, and motherfuckers are coming at you. Some days you just don't want to fuck with people. But my favorite band of all time is AFI. Yeah, uh, not not so much because of their recent material, but because of everything up until and including Sing the Sorrow. Or, well, and December Underground was dope too. But they put out Key Fire for years, and uh, Black Cells in the Sunset is my favorite album of all time. It's 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 the album that made me both be passionate about hardcore and fucking goth music for years to come. And I went to see AFI. And uh, it was at the height of their fucking, it was right after uh, Sing the Sorrow came out. And that, that was pretty much like the peak of their career, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I fucking was waiting outside the venue like two hours early and I saw Davey Havoc come out of the fucking tour bus. And bro, it like, uh, when, you when out. you're younger. Yeah, I was fucking like, uh, uh, uh. And I walked up <laughs> yep. to him and I, and I, and I was like, dude, you guys are my favorite band fucking. And he like shook my hand and gave me like a half hug, but you could tell he just woke up cause he had on like sweatpants and he looked tired. <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. And, uh, and he wasn't wearing his makeup and shit. Cause you know how that's when he was real outlandish. Oh, and, right. Uh, that's when he was like the Robert Smith of the hardcore game. Yeah. And then I was like, Hey man, can I get a picture with you? Cause this dude was like my fucking hero. And right. then he was like, uh, 
he was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I just woke up, but thanks for coming to the show. And then he walked away into the venue and dude, I legit fucking like teared up. I didn't start crying, but it fucked me up so bad that he wouldn't take a picture with me, dude. Damn, dude. Like it was, it was pitiful, bro. Like now I'm laughing at it and I totally yeah. understand yeah. cause I've toured and I've toured and shit. And some days it's like, you're doing all you can just to be nice and, yeah, hey, hey, and, and 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 nobody owes anybody anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, it's it's wild. Like, um, I've told this story before, but um, before uh, Kat Von D and and Rafa got together, before she, well, I think they had already met, but before they got together for sure, uh, she was uh, she kind of fell into my circle of friends for a minute, um, and. Uh, yeah. And we hung out and, uh, we yeah. went, we went to this thing called the haunted hayride, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which that's, is like, that's the shit I do like. yeah, man, you would have loved it. It was like, uh, yeah. it was a haunted hayride and it was in Griffith park. Right. And, uh, so we went out there and, um, pretty low key kind of thing. It's like a, almost like a, like a little mini fair, you know? So there's like some booths and yeah, some yeah. food and a couple little, little uh games and that type of shit and a hayride with some uh creepy motherfuckers and masks and with like fake yeah. knives Almost and shit not very fun shit exactly yeah you know so anyway you know, we were there cali. oh i know i know when are you coming out to cali though shit bro last time i was there i was like 25 dog it's been a minute <sighs> you gotta come out here bro Shit, it's man, more likely that you'll make it out here before I make it out there because if I'm making like if I'm living in LA with the yeah. cost of what LA is, which is what it would yeah. you know that's where I am. If that's the case and I'm making eight bucks an hour or some shit, it's gonna be a few oh, years. Shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and it's gonna going be a to while for me to heal my mind because I you know at a certain point in my life not that long ago I was working like I don't know uh 40 hours a week maybe uh maybe 80 hours a week depending on how busy things were but I would I was making more like sh- like thousands of dollars a day <laughs> pretty much yeah 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 you know so it's like it's weird it's weird to go back to the uh to the days of uh of busting your ass, you know, and you know what that is. I mean, you're dealing with that. You know what it is. Yeah. And I did many Every years day. of that. Yep. So I've been on my own since I was 16, man. So, uh, I've been working fucking a long time. I, I feel you, bro. It, it's, it, it, you gotta, you gotta work, man, especially, yep. you know what I'm saying? But also like it, sometimes it sucks going in a job every day that when you're a creative person, that's not right. creative, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. But I, 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 I totally busted into the hayride story. Oh no, 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 it's all good. I think I got off track too. Um, <laughs> but well, yeah, I was just gonna say about that because you were talking about about Davey Havoc and uh, uh, you know, all that, and I was thinking, man, I hung out with Kat Von D this one time at the hayride, and um, it didn't even occur to me what it's like to be famous for that moment until we got there, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And I grew up in LA, so I've been around a lot of that shit before. But I don't know, man. She's on a level that's that's kind of different. <laughs> like, 
it was weird because we got there and it was like me, my girlfriend, uh, Kat Von D, and like three other friends. So we had a little, you know what I mean? We had a little posse going on, right? Yeah. Um, and we all knew each other and I, I knew her less than the others, but like we all knew each other. We were friends and we were just kind of walking around and, um, there wasn't even really a lot of people there. Like there, that hayride thing isn't a, a super busy event or anything like that. So I wasn't really thinking anything of it. We got there and I'll tell you what, man, I've never seen anything like it. Just, she got mobbed, bro. Dude, that would suck. And I, dude, I, none of the attention was directed at me, obviously. Um, I was just there, um, with her and, and our other friends and we were all talking and we couldn't have a conversation. That's how bad it was. Yeah. 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 And it was this type of thing where I was like, I mean, I didn't want that anyway. Like I, you know, even though I'm a filmmaker and I've had some success at some point and, and then not at other points, like. I've never yeah. wanted to be famous or whatever that means or anything like that because it just doesn't sound appealing to me at all. But um, I never really thought that deeply into it. But then when I was hanging out with her and saw this going on and couldn't even fucking talk to her. Um, yeah. And she and couldn't talk. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. People, people I mean, people are so aggressive with it. Like they'll just step in between you to get to her and start basically yelling at her to like pay attention to them yeah, and yeah. take photos and like stop whatever she's doing to like acknowledge them and, and that type of shit. And I was just staying there going like, I, I don't, you, you couldn't pay me to want to deal with this. Like you couldn't pay me enough money, forget all the recognition and the, whatever the accolades that you get, like you, how much money would it take for me to be okay with this? Like, I don't know if there's a price you could put on that because I just saw that going on and I was like, I'm dealing with this for five minutes and I'm already so fucking mad. I want to leave. And it wasn't even directed at me. Like I said, dude, I just want to make enough money to live and be able to do creative shit. That's all I want. I don't give a fuck about saying, uh, I used to want to be famous, but that's because I wasn't happy with myself, man. You know, same reason I did drugs and everything else. Yeah. That's what uh, that is. Yeah. But, you know, I've got a whole uh, fulfillment of, you know, i got all the love I need, man, you know, at my house. And i got a lot of more self-love than I used to have, so I don't need that. But it's just you want what, whatever level of success it may be, you just want to have enough success to make money to live off of and be able to be creative every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's a uh, it's a wild world, man. You know, it is, man. I mean, you were talking about being creative and making money and stuff. It's weird because, um, like, it's definitely not what the plan was for me to be doing what I'm doing as far as like having to go get a job, maybe two jobs, just to kind of cover uh, bills and get to the next stage in my life, which is to move where I want to live. Um, and that type of thing. But, um, it is interesting because I had a, a really solid run there where I was doing that. And I don't think most people that are creative even ever get that for a week, but I had it going on for years where I didn't need another job. I was just making money being creative. Um, and I was making 
really good money. Like I could take vacations and I could buy shit if I needed it. I didn't have to worry about bills or anything like that. And, um, the interesting thing is that like not to, not to shit all over that at all or anything. It's like, I'd be much, you know, uh, happier in a lot of ways doing that right now again. But you know, it is, it is interesting to think like everything that gets familiar gets old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so even though I had that and I wanted that for a long time and then eventually, you know, it took me years and years and years and I had to make one small decision after another to get that to happen. And I, and most of it was luck. Most of it had nothing to do even with those decisions I made at all. It was mostly yeah, luck. How any of that happened, that's how it, it, yeah, that's how all that shit is. And so, um, when it happened, the funny part is that I eventually got used to it and it was awesome. Um, but I don't know, man, I'm almost glad that I, sort of did it the length of time I did it. And then now that things, you know, uh, are unlucky and things, there's a lot of turmoil going on and chaos and, uh, uh, hardship. It's like, I'm glad that I didn't just get a tiny taste of that or never get that because I think it'd be a lot harder for me to do things like interview for a, a minimum wage job. Like, I feel like it's actually easier for me now that I went through that to do that again in a way. Sometimes you got to burn down your kingdom and start it all over. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of freedom in knowing what the other side is like because they say the grass is always greener, right? And so you get into a groove and maybe you're creative full time and um, you do that for a long time. And then after a while, you sort of, I don't know, man, you sort of, like for me at least, I sort of ran out of, uh, of shit to do. <laughs> like I was just being creative and getting paid and that was it. And on some level, I don't know how long, if things hadn't gone South, how long that could have been sustainable with everything just sort of being the same. And I think sometimes things need to go real bad to force you out of your comfort zone. So that, like you said, you got to burn it down to rebuild it. And when you rebuild it, it won't be the same thing anymore. So you won't be, um, sort of too familiar with it. Which is, I think, a positive outcome. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I... I mean, maybe that's just some bullshit I'm telling myself because I'm trying to psych myself into fucking working, you know? But... <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no, nah, dude. It fucking... Uh, man, I, I'm about tired of going to my fucking job, bro. But, <laughs> I feel you. But, uh, <laughs> I but, feel uh, it. <laughs> I got these kids and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Yeah, you got it. You got to You got to be the hero bishop. You got to shepherd this flock, bro. You got to, man. Telling you. Well, you're doing it, man. You are doing it. You're killing it. And, uh, you know. Hey, hey, uh, I got a question for you, man. This is totally unrelated to all the shit. Okay. And, uh, you're part of the, uh, you, you've been in, been in Hollywood and shit working there. Yeah, working on movies, knowing some people who worked on big movies and shit like that. Yes. and you know I'm a you know I'm a psychotically devoted Jared Leto Joker fan. And <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I do shit like the other day I called Warner Brothers, and and they were like, "Hey, you, you are you trying to book a tour?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I need the operator." So they click me to the operator, and the operator says, "How can I direct your call?" And I say, "I need to speak to." Some, uh, speak to somebody to find out 
when Jared Leto's playing Joker again, and when you're releasing the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, Ayer tried to had to say that that cut was his cut, but yep, because he I didn't want to get Josh he, Tranked. You know about that about Josh yeah. Trank? Uh uh-uh. uh The guy who made uh, the Fantastic Four movie, the last one. No, what happened? Well, he the no. same kind of thing happened to him. Rumor is, you know what I'm saying, out in the, in the business, as it were, and uh, you know he made that movie, and it sort of supposedly got kind of. I don't know, taken over and chopped up and remade without his sort of involvement. And what he did was the exact opposite of what you said with Ayer, which is that he went on Twitter and he talked hella shit about basically his bosses, you know, the studio, right? And Mm -hmm. that motherfucker lost his career (laughs) completely. Like he got blacklisted, which um, that's some real shit because that's happened to me. The same thing has happened to me. Um, I've gotten blacklisted before too. Um, and uh, it's weird. Um, and I think he just made a movie uh, with Tom Hardy that's coming out. But, I mean, he didn't do shit for years. He couldn't get hired. And I think he might have even been tapped to do a Star Wars movie. And he got fired before they even went into pre-production and shit. Like, there was all this drama going on years ago when all that came out. Because he, he's, like, not a Hollywood guy. He was a guy that was a YouTube guy. He made a YouTube video. And... I, I think I'm telling the right story of that guy. I, I could be fucking totally wrong about this, but the story I remember about him was that he just made a YouTube video and he basically on the strength of that video, somehow he got his way in and made a movie, you know, made fantastic four and fucking that was it. But when it all went bad, he didn't toe the line and be political with it. You know, he didn't do the Hollywood thing. Yeah. Like he came out and he was like, man, the studio fucked me. We made a sick movie. You'll never see it because of the studio. Like he fucking blamed them publicly. You know what I'm saying? And he fucking went all yeah. out knives out. Right. And, uh, right. it wasn't good <laughs> for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as like a career yeah. goes, I liked it. Cause I appreciate that kind of candid banter, you know? And I think that there's not enough of that. I wish there was, uh, I wish people were a little bit looser with the telling the truth, but, uh, you know, well, that's never going to change. I don't think you've had some, uh, motherfuckers tell you some, some truth about, uh, alternate more Joker esque cut of suicide squad, right? I have. Yeah, I have. I know you ain't trying to say no names, but, <laughs> but uh, uh-huh, yeah. throw some juice at me, dog juice on me. Okay. Okay. Let me see. What 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 do I uh, what can I say? Um, to be honest, Look, I'm, I'm just trying I- to remember what what even was said. Because um, <laughs> there's so much there's so much fucking gossip and talk about shit about the business here. It's like you know, people. Uh, I lived in San Francisco for a minute, and basically the joke there is I don't know if anybody in the rest of the country knows this at all, but. Um, people in LA don't even probably know this that much, but in San Francisco, basically everybody works in the tech industry, like every fucking person. And so all anyone fucking talks about is like programming and apps and like technology. And, that, and, and it didn't used to be like that, but it's like that now. And so with LA, with Hollywood, it's like that with the business, with movies and shit. Right. So yeah. it's hard to wade through all that because it's just like fucking incessant with that shit. So I'm try- I'm honestly trying to think back and remember what the fuck I heard because I think I probably heard bits and pieces over time. But yeah, I definitely heard that um 
I heard a lot of stuff that's public knowledge at this point now, really, which is, you know, that there is a, a totally different cut uh, and it was a, it was finished. I mean, maybe the effects weren't finished. The CG maybe wasn't finished, um, but it was it was done and ready to go. And uh, the studio wanted to go a different direction. And um, they hired the company that cut the trailer because the Internet seemed to love the trailer and they were just looking to do whatever they thought would make fans happy, you know? So they were just like, yeah, doing, uh, you know, taking stock of what people were saying online and just trying to chase that dragon. Right. So. Um, they went to this place that was just right down the street from my Hollywood apartment at the time, um, which was this place called trailer park. And they were a trailer cutting company. Like they just make trailers. And, uh, so they hired them to sort of, uh, rework the whole fucking movie based on how everybody liked the trailer so much. That's so lame. Yeah, man. And I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was some other shit I heard about it. Um, I definitely talked to a few different people that either worked on the actual movie. Like, I don't want to name names, but I knew somebody that, uh, worked on the, uh, costume department and they said it was dark as hell, right? Yeah. They, they, they said they were there and it was completely different. It was dark as fuck. It was, uh, like they were going for R rating you know, so the way that they basically yeah. described it to me was it sounded like it was going to be like Logan or something like that, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be, dude. Me too. I, Before it came out, that's what I expected. Like, and when I, when they posted that first picture of Jared Leto's The Joker online, I was like, what the fuck? And I, <laughs> right. Not right. that I, I didn't hate it. I just didn't understand it. But then when I saw the fucking first trailer and it showed him in that, uh, fucking uh in arkham with his shirt off like talking all fucking weird and i saw oh shit that's not a grill that's like metal caps on his teeth and he had no eyebrows and he just looked fucking nuts dude and like the <laughs> yeah. whole vibe and i was just like oh shit this movie's gonna be fucking creepy the joker's gonna be going hard as fuck and i was so fucking pumped i mean i'm right there with you bro i thought that yeah you know i thought the same thing I thought it was going to be dope as hell. And um, honestly, I would be like if none of this shit ever happened and the movie never came out and they were talking about movies they were going to make, I would be more excited about a Suicide Squad movie than any other DC movie, more than Batman, more than Superman, more than, you know what I'm saying? More than a Justice League movie or whatever. Like, let's say none of that shit even happened and they were just talking about, well, what are we going to do? And they were like, let's do a Suicide Squad movie, man. I'd be all in for that shit. Like, I would want to see yeah. that more than any of the other options on the table. And so it's just fucking sad that, you know, that, uh, I don't know, that it, it went the way it did. Because David Ayer, if you see other movies that fool me, like... Uh, oh, hell yeah. I mean, End of Watch and Fury. Fury yeah. is fucking dope, dude. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Uh-uh. Man, watch that movie. Because to me, like, it's a World War Two, I think two World War Two, one or two, two I think uh, World War Two yeah. movie with Brad Pitt and uh, Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, and it's it's fucking badass, dude. And um, dude, based on that Sh- movie, you know, that was Shia, like, what happened? Shia LaBeouf's a fucking G too, dude. I'm a huge fucking Shia LaBeouf stan, bro. Yeah, I love that uh, guy, dude. He's the this man. Is the thing, man. <laughs> David He's the Ayer fucking man. Has a, yeah, David Ayer has an impressive 
body of work. Yeah. So when I fucking when I heard fucking David Ayer and uh then Jared Leto's playing the Joker and we know I know fucking people people keep making fun of him for this. Oh, method acting, he's so edgy, but the motherfucker really is a real fucking method actor dude mm-hmm. and it's not just it's not just a front bro that's why he's a fucking dallas a grammy fucking you know what i'm saying yeah yeah Winner. oscar winning dallas, uh you know yeah dallas yeah, Buyers Club. oscar i just said grammy I, you know, <laughs> he probably won but, one of those too with this uh, with yeah. 30 seconds of mars probably right yeah 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 that's the music my bad yeah uh, but, but, but but fucking dallas fucking dallas buyers club you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit, that, that fucking movie is insane to me, dude. It's I've never seen it. True... Oh, it's so fucking good, dude. Is it my he boy plays... McConaughey in that? That's my man. Yeah, right I there. love God, dude. He's a fucking legend, dude. Uh, yeah, he is. But, 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 but not just that, dude. He's fucking dope in everything he's been in. Fucking Alexander, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Anyway, he's a, he, even his little small fucking part as Babyface in uh, Fight Club. In Fight man. Club, yeah, he, he, yeah. He's a fucking G, dude. Anyway, yeah. and like it's Blade like, Runner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking Neander Wallace. He was the shit. Yeah, but man. This, but this is the but this is the thing, bro. He only had like fucking seven minutes in that movie. Then there were some extra scenes on the Blu-ray, and yep. I, everybody's like, "Fuck him!" And I'm like, "What the fuck's wrong with you people, man?" That was the best fucking part about the movie, dude. And if and if I I'm I am the most psycho fucking Joker fan, dude. And I fucking loved I love Jack Nicholson. I love fucking Heath Ledger. I like Mark Mark Hamill doing the voice in the animated series. I think Cesar Romero is corny, and we're not even going <laughs> to talk about the, the fucking new Joker movie that's coming out. But in that in that in that small amount of time, dude, he fucking warped my mind, bro. And I'm like, you motherfuckers didn't see the brilliance of his role because of how bad and choppy that fucking movie was. Oh, 100%. 100%. And like anybody that doesn't acknowledge that, even if they didn't like the movie or they don't like Jerry Letter or whatever, is is an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's just a fact. Like, that's just a fact that you didn't even get to see the movie that they all set out to make. So it's unfair on any level to judge the portrayal of the Joker as is based on what you got. You know what I'm saying? It's like getting a fucking bill in the mail and throwing it through with the goddamn paper shredder and then saying, you know what I'm saying? Trying to read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Dude, what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It's like in, in, in the shit, the fucking... The attention to detail that uh, Air and Leto were 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 paying to the look of the character. Like at first, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But like all the canon comic book shit behind all the tattoos and all that made me not even hate the tattoos. When at first I was like, "What the fuck?" And like, right, just like you know, I I took a deep dive into this shit and all this all the attention to detail that he, I don't know how much. Jared Leto had in it, but I know he's pretty hands-on with his characters and his roles. But yeah. all the shit David Ayer and him put into that dude is fucking genius to me. And 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 most of the people hating on him aren't even they they're not going to take the time to look into that and understand how much source material it comes from just because they fucking hate him. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, don't you have a? 
Don't you have a petition? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't uh, you Why don't you talk on, about your petition a little bit? I want to hear okay. about it. All right. On any of my, uh, probably the best place is my well on my Instagram, my YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, Twitter, anything. There's a link tree link in my fucking uh, bio or description, and that link tree link links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, my merch store, but it also links to a petition I have for a Jared Leto Joker movie. And yeah, I kind of commissioned one of my boys to do some art of him uh, with his arm around uh, Joaquin's Joker with a gun and Joaquin's crying, but that's just out of spite against some other art I saw where Joaquin was like cutting uh, Leto's face. So that's the only reason I did that. And I'm just going to dip into this because I know you're really looking forward to it and I don't want to go too deep into this, but it's nothing personal against Joaquin. I just don't like the look of this fucking movie or anything I've heard about it. The vibe right. of it, the, the, the fucking uh, cinematic, the, the vibe they're going for, I fucking understand it. And that alone looks badass if it wasn't a Joker movie. That's right. all I'm going to say. Right. Just so I, ra I razz about it and I joke about it a lot. But I don't fucking hate Joaquin Phoenix for fucking playing the Joker. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> but uh, anyway. <laughs> but you're selling shirts. Long... You're yeah, selling shirts yeah. that are, uh, that are uh, pro Leto uh, 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 merch, which can be found at your yeah. link tree. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm on board with that, and I think motherfuckers need to buy all of that shit. I appreciate that, as they need to buy above the cut shit too. But, uh, but uh, yeah, man, there's a fucking petition, and it just basically says, obviously people fucking like it because it's 2019, and people are still talking about his fucking character. And right, exactly, it's not like it went under the radar. Nobody fucking remembers that shit anymore. Yeah, people are still talking about it. So, uh, you know, what do they say? There's no such thing as bad press. Yeah, and it's like they fucked us, dude. And they not only did they fuck the people who really liked his performance, but they fucked him, man. And they yeah, they fucked Dater. They fucked yep. everybody. And you know, and they Zack Snyder, right. even though that's not even what we're talking about, but yeah. Zack Snyder too. Got fucked. Yeah, they fucked, dude. I, you know, I, I, it's not yeah, right. I'm dying. To, I'm, I'm dying mad. To fuck, I, I'm dying to see the Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh my myself, god! You know? Tell me about it, yeah. bro. But uh, they, they, any, anyway, like I said, it's a fucking petition for a fucking Jared Leto Joker movie because they said he had three more projects, but uh -huh. then you know. You know, rumors coming out. Yeah. He ain't going to be in this now. He ain't going to be in that. But nobody fucking knows. You know, nobody WB knows, hasn't made yeah. an official statement. But I mean, but, it's yeah. like Ben Affleck was going to direct a Batman movie that he also was going to write or did write or something. And uh, that's not happening anymore. He's not even playing Batman anymore. And uh, I'm yeah, sure there were. Well, would have happened if none of this came out? Like, if the studio just had confidence in what the original plan was and let Ayer do his thing and didn't fuck with it and let Zack Snyder do his thing yeah. and didn't fuck with that, then we would have eventually arrived at a movie where Ben Affleck, Oscar winning director, by the way, who kills it. Yeah. Have you seen The Town? It's fucking badass. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also won an Oscar I for writing with Goodwill Hunting, won a fucking Oscar for screenplay. Um, and he would have made a Batman movie where he was also Batman. And uh, to me, he's the best Batman. 
Um, and well, I think look, he's tell me. to me he's the sec- second best Batman. I'll take that but, though. I'll take that. That's fair. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in the been, top two. He's definitely in the top two. Happy, I would have been happy to see him keep playing Batman. Well, yeah, right. You were a fan of his portrayal of the Bat, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. As, yeah. As a matter of fact, I've I've said before it. I bought the movie, the like Omega Cut or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> of Batman vs Superman. Right. Yeah. So and did I. And and it was still hard for me to make it through that movie. Yeah. And. But as far as him as the Batman, man, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. He's hard in that movie. Yeah, he's fucking deadlifting and shit to get man. pumped up to fight Superman. But he's uh, fucking throwing dude, tires been, around and shit, and he's like sixty-five years old. And I like the look <laughs> of him, dude. I like the look of him. He looked like fucking badass, like yeah, and buff, and yeah, in a suit. Yep. The suit was badass. The suit was badass. Dude, I want with the short I ears. Yeah, I wanted to see him in Leto fucking battle so bad. See, that's what I was getting at, is that it's like if they hadn't have fucking dipped in there and screwed everything up, we would have ended up with a Batman movie where you would have had Jared Leto's Joker and Ben Affleck's Batman and Ben Affleck directing, writing the script. I mean, it's just like, honestly, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just real fucking sad that that's never going to happen now. Like, what the fuck? Dude, I know. Look, WB is. You can see oh, like man. WB and DC are just weak as fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. For like real. I Disney love- is fucking steamrolling them motherfuckers, and it's. Yeah, I, fucking, <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking. I fucking. I like the Fox Marvel movies better than the DC movies. Yeah. Or no, better better than the MCU movies. Yeah. And I'm both. I'm both a DC and Marvel fan. Right. And as far as. The, as far as DC's animated movies and their comic books, they're killing Marvel in that aspect. Oh my God. But with their live movies, they're just fucking weak bitches, dude. I they, know. And not that the movies aren't good or they have good characters or potentially be good, but they're just so fucking afraid of Marvel outdoing them and what the public says that they go against the fucking, their gut feeling, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, dude... Man. Fuck, man. I don't know, dude. The the only fucking people... This this is a bold statement, and people give me shit all the time. Okay. But I'm like, true, true Joker fans yeah. would see that Jared Leto was the most comic book accurate go- Joker. And I made a whole fucking video about it on YouTube if peop- if peop- for the people whose mind is blown and they think I'm clueless. But anyway, true fans would see that. And there's a lot of true fans that believe that. But besides the point, the ma- the mass majority of the motherfuckers who like Jared Leto's Joker don't give a fuck about the comic book accuracy, and they're going to go pay to see that shit, and WB would make money. I know. I know. Yeah. Cause, it doesn't make cause any sense. Honest, it, doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense at all, honestly. Like, I, don't like, I, don't, I don't know what is going on over there at the WB. What's happening? They're not going to lie. They're not going to like his his Joker for the same reasons I do. They're not going to like his Joker for like the fucking source material and how comic book accurate I think it is. They're going to like it because, you know, it's like a bunch of fucking white trash motherfuckers who like tattoos and fucking Joker's badass. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine because that sells tickets and WB would make money off it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why I would go. That's me. Yeah. You're <laughs> describing me. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'd be in there with a me, with a stained fucking wife beater on, you know what I'm saying? And some chancletas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking hey, that, you know, eating nachos that I got at seven eleven and yeah. snuck in with me. Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't want to pay man. the high ticket price for the food at the at the movie theater, Ex- even on a matinee, Ex- you know? <laughs> exactly, dude. That's you know? the only way to go. I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm that motherfucker too, man. Listen to my voice, bro. I don't. <laughs> I don't even. Look, you know what? I, I was just thinking. Sound. I was just thinking about some shit today that um that I have to tell you right now. Yeah. So. Okay. T- <laughs> so okay. So um, I don't know. If, are you a big fan of like stand up comedy? Yeah, uh, I fucking saw Polly Shore a while back, and it fucking was the best shit of my life. That's fucking ill. You did a podcast about um, Polly Shore. I listened to that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking yeah, dope. He, thank you. He's a fucking G, dude. I love him. Dude, he's badass. Yeah, he, gonna, he, he, he's running the um, comedy store out here in L.A., that which is like, yeah. I mean, there now I'm in Pomona, so I'm about a uh, 45-minute drive away from the comedy store, but I used to be about a 10-minute drive from the comedy store, um, and I yeah. would go to the comedy store like multiple times a week. Um, and the comedy store is like, I hate LA, but, um, the comedy store is one of the few things about LA. I can't take it away from LA. Like that shit is fucking awesome that that place is there and you can just walk in and pay very little and go in any night of the week and see basically the best fucking stand up comics. And it's yeah. just it's just crazy. It's crazy. Like that place is fucking crazy and it's small. You know, there's a bunch of rooms in there, but they're all really small. It's fucking grimy yeah. in there. It's like it's I don't know. That anyway, enough about the comedy store, but um there's this comic uh <clears throat> named uh Theo Vaughn. Are you familiar? Dude, this fucking guy this dude that I'm friends with, uh well, <laughs> through the through the through the internet, he lives yeah. in a Canada and he's like French Canadian, like he sounds kind of like George St. Pierre. He runs <laughs> okay. House of He runs House, House of, of Gog. Gog. There, yep. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, that shit's dope. He, he he fucking said, "Hey man, you kind of sound like Theo Vaughn." Bro, I was about to say the same shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, you fucking remind listen. me of that motherfucker so hard. As far as like the and, voice, the vocal stylings then, are like. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I looked him, and then I looked him up, and I That's was like, tight. "Damn, I fuck." I was like, "Fuck, I sound that country now." Uh, I mean, I've been living out here a long fucking time, so. bro. I mean, you sound exactly like Theo Vaughn, and um, not only do you sound like him as far as the voice goes, but um, you remind me of him kind of, even though he's like, you guys aren't into the same shit, but yeah, like his his sense of humor and shit. And he does that. That's yeah. his job. Like he does his, yeah. his, you know what I mean? Like he makes a living off his sense of humor. So it's a compliment to you, you know, Thanks, that man. you guys remind me, you know, you remind me of him and vice versa because like the way that like, I'll just, I'll just listen to stand up comics talk. Like he has a podcast that's really good. And I listen to that shit. Like I'll listen to that shit while I'm working or running errands or whatever. Um, and, uh, I was listening to him talk and I was like, this motherfucker is like the, is like the 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 not goth version of of my boy Hero Bishop, like the way yeah, like man. his his quick witted uh 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 you know uh repartee and his fucking yeah. his accent and like his whole fucking attitude like 
That dude's funny as fuck, and he definitely reminds me of you. So that shit's fucking. That sh- I had to tell you that because that shit's hilarious to me. Hey, I I appreciate that, man. Uh, I I always fucking I that that's like I always fucking think I'm funny, but sometimes other people don't think you're I'm funny. But I'm like. If I think it's funny, it's okay because if I get a laugh out of it, that's <laughs> well, all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an audience of one that you're playing to, and that's that's yeah. dope. I like that. I do the same yeah. shit. Yeah, most people don't yeah. even like me, so I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like I'm gonna it. do shit I like, and I know that most people are gonna hate it, and me, and that's yeah. cool. And like, I've been fucking like living you. my life like that for like the last 35 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. And, <laughs> and even like, yeah, I'm the same way. And like, even on my. Uh, like review videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. I'll like add in little shit, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so fucking funny to me." And I'm like, "Do motherfuckers notice that shit?" Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's legit. So, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, I might have to start fucking with Theo Vaughn, bro. Man, Theo Vaughn is fucking dope, and um, I'm actually kind of sad because I lived in an apartment in Hollywood that, like I said, was like 10 minutes away from the comedy store, and I used to go all the time, and when I was going, it was a lot of uh, Joe Rogan would would be there, like, because he would just show up. I mean, me personally, like, I wouldn't look it up or see who was going on that night or whatever. Um, I would just show up and get whatever I got, you know what I'm saying? So I would go there yeah. not knowing who was going up, and it would be like... Uh, Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, who's fucking hilarious. Um, he's probably my favorite out of all of them. Um, and then, really? uh, yeah, yeah, him. Bobby Lee's really funny too. He would be up there almost every time I would go. He's fucking hilarious. All these dudes all have a podcast now too, and their podcasts are all sick. Uh, hey, speaking of speaking of podcasts, uh, what day does your podcast usually come out? I I, I have it automatically downloaded, so I listen to it whenever. But do you have a certain day? Because I usually release mine on Mondays. Okay. And I was like, damn, if you can send me this, I'll repost this same podcast as an episode on my podcast. Oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I never even think that much through it. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, um, I was just going to put it out whenever it's, whenever it's, uh, you know, whenever it's cooked and ready to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, and I, I, I even like, put out a new podcast episode just uh, uh, maybe like yesterday or two days ago. I, I recorded and uploaded a new podcast and I'm actually confused right now because uh, I put that shit on Anchor and it hasn't gone to the other sites yet like it's not on apple podcasts and i don't really know Did why you publish it uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. but it might have been some problem with my computer because my computer was fucking acting up and it was like the day i fucking set up my new shit in my yeah. new place i'm living and it was just like there was like weird stuff going on already and like windows on my computer were freezing up on me so maybe something strange happened i need to delete it and re-upload it or some shit but i don't know it just like I haven't even promoted that third episode of my podcast yet uh, because it hasn't gone on to, you know, Apple Podcasts, which is what most people, I think, listen to it on. So it's like yeah. I haven't even fucking talked about it yet, even though it's on Anchor and seems to be working. So, yeah. So to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> I hate shit. I hate shit that's not Apple products. Same. Man. Yeah. It's so fucking irritating, dude. 
Well, like the voice memo thing, I know you like to fuck around and maybe send a little voice note in a text sometimes. And I didn't, when you yeah, sent that yeah. shit to me, I didn't even know how to respond to that because I didn't even know how to do that. And I sort of fancy like, myself like a kind of a warlock of, uh, of, uh, of the digital era on some level, dude, I'm not. you know, but I didn't know how to do yeah. that shit. And I was like, man, how do I fucking reply with a voice note of my own? And honestly, like months went by until I figured it out. Dude, I fucking when somebody texts me and that shit's green, I get irritated. Same, dude. But that's the thing is that like once I figured that shit out with you, and I, I sent you one, I was like, <laughs> my boy Jack Rudy, um, he uh, he fucking texted me, and I was driving, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking send him a voice memo, and then I tried yeah. to, and I couldn't, and then I was like, hey. oh, this broke motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Dude, broke ass fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Skid yeah. Row that, ass fucking. And this guy, he's like, he's successful. He's a lawyer. He's got, you know, he's got his shit all in order. And he's still rocking he's with still the, rocking. like, whatever Pixel Google fucking bullshit. Windows phone. Yeah, Windows 95 phone. And you can't even send a voice note back and forth. Look, dude, some people just I'm hate mad. Apple like they hate Jared Leto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. I know exactly what you're saying. It's they true. Don't like top quality. No, they don't. But they don't. Oh, fuck, man. What can you do? You know, there's not much you can do about it. You just gotta roll with the punches. You know, just gotta do it. Yeah, dude. I I got a uh, Alien Three podcast episode coming out monday oh shit yeah but i need to have you on for fucking alien four dog i'm down i'll do it alien resurrection that's a fucking i need to watch that movie i haven't seen it in like 10 years but i remember i liked it so i'll watch it again people hate on it man but i know dude it's fun but also like, people hate on fucking uh, uh, Alien 3, and I haven't obviously listened to your podcast yet because it's not out yet, but I'm guessing you probably liked it because you're a real one. Yeah, I go into a deep dive on it, dude. Right. And and, and fucking Prometheus and Alien Covenant, uh, I fucking love those movies too, dude. I mean, I like them all, dude. Yeah, but same. honestly, like they're all cool for different ways, but I just feel like people got so pumped up on the James Cameron's version that they fucking like shit on everything else. But I feel like James Cameron's version is like the MCU version of aliens. Wow. Does that make sense? It does actually. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm just absorbing what you're saying right now. You know? Yeah. after, After James Cameron's MCU version of aliens, people couldn't handle that third nihilistic dark version of aliens where Ripley almost gets raped and shit, you know? Oh uh, yeah. No, that actually makes a lot of sense to explaining why it sort of people hated on it and when it came out. Yeah. Cause I remember when it came out and people were fucking not into it. And, and I think for the most part, they're still not, but um, yeah, that makes a lot you, of sense. Honestly, it'd be like, it would be like if fucking, it would be like if, uh, 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 you know, I don't know. Um, Black Panther 2 came out and it was like you know 
everybody in Wakanda yeah. got fucking invaded by like some Nazis and then they all got like, I don't yeah. know, put in prisons and then it was, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it was just yeah. this real sad fucking dark movie that was like, yeah, didn't have or jokes like, yeah. in it and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like fun car chases yeah. with hip hop, you know? Yeah. And it was it's just like, like yeah. the tone was like that and it was just super fucking rough. Like it would be the same shit. It would be the same thing. Alien 3 is like, it's, there's no happy ending. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, and yeah. I, yep. Uh, but, I, but I do have... Alien 3 is fucking like, badass. Set, yeah, and that image of uh, the alien coming up br- super close to Ripley's face and her crying, yeah. that's the most iconic image that everybody remembers from any of the films. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, 100%. Uh, I got and people get set, mad I, about uh, fucking the, the characters all getting killed in the beginning of the movie that are from Alien 2, from Aliens. And I thought that was yeah. the most gangster fucking move of all time to do that. Dude, me too. And me I too, fuck with it so hard. I did, I I wasn't into the uh, happy family ending of Aliens. You right, know? right, right. Uh, aliens, to me, are the movies that are you're supposed to walk away from like damn that was a good movie but you feel uncomfortable you know <laughs> right yeah yeah totally totally yeah well it is like, you like said, it's like the mcu alien movie the second one yeah is. and it's like the uh the spe- i got the special edition blu-ray version of alien 3 and there's uh something on there called the assembly cut because oh, you know yeah. the director yeah, it's like two and a half hours long, and it actually, I think, makes a lot more sense to people. And that's actually the version I reviewed for the podcast. Oh, no shit? That's crazy, because yeah. I've heard about that cut for years, and I've never watched it. So I actually really want to watch it, and I want to hear this podcast episode. Because I've never seen it, but I've been fuck. hearing about it for like 10 years or more. Yeah, I, I, I fucking started going like hella deep into it Yeah, to where... To where I almost wasn't enjoying doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were t- you were treating it like a yeah. fucking book report. <laughs> yeah, so like, it just turned into work. Yeah, yeah. So I had to like, so I had to like, kind of wrap it up, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's funny. But, so, so it goes. I get right halfway through the movie, and then I'm like, man, and I speed it up and go quicker. But before that, I started to talk talking about fucking like all the drama leading up to making the film. Yeah. And it was like the pre-production hell. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I've heard stories, yeah. but yeah. I'm yeah, sure it was anyway. terrible. It was like Suicide Squad level. Yeah. It, yeah, it really was. <laughs> you know? And yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm on a podcast talking about a podcast that's coming out Monday, so I don't really need to do that. But Man, that's some that's some inception shit, man. The internet is a beautiful place. And I'm not it mad. really is. I'm not either, man. Um, even though I think, hey, oh shit, hey man, I gotta wrap, get off here within the next few minutes because I gotta get up early with my kids in the morning. Okay. But uh, but this has been a fucking solid, oh, almost an hour and a half podcast. Fuck yeah, man! I really appreciate you making the time to to bless me with your with your words and your uh, your aura, your Dave Parlay ask yeah. aura of power your mysticism uh your film knowledge and opinions um i feel uh very grateful for all of that and i'm happy to do this podcast i hope that uh 
you're not having such a miserable time that you refuse to ever do it again because I'd like to have you on no. another episode as soon as possible. And uh, I, I also want to plug man. your shit. I want yeah, you to tell me you. where people listening, all nine of them, can fucking find out more yeah. about Hero Bishop, about the Hero Bishop cult. Yeah. You know what you should do then? And I'll do the same for you when you're on my podcast. Go to my fucking Instagram. Get that link tree link and put it in the description of this episode. Can you do that for me? I can do that. That's 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 what I need, man. And that's what I'm going to do when you're on my shit. I like that. I like that plan. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know what, man? You're it. It's the Internet's a weird place because you can uh, see some motherfuckers and be mutual uh have mutual respect for their work and their content. And then you get a kinship going and become close, you know? I mean, it's true. And it's like, I don't know what it's like for you where you're living right now, but in LA, honestly, it's like, like you said earlier in this podcast that, you know, people have this idea of what LA is and that their idea is sort of that it's this hub of like culture and goth music and sort of cutting edge shit and entertainment and all this stuff. And like a lot of that stuff, there's some truth to a lot of that, but also it's strange cause I've lived in a few different places now, uh, you know, in the Bay area for, for the longest period other than LA. And to be honest, LA is a weird place. That's not really like any other place. And I've traveled around the country because i used to go on these long motorcycle like these cross-country motorcycle rides um every year for years and years and so i've been to i've been around bouts where you live i've been from here to canada and back on a motorcycle i've been camping across the country through the south all over the place you know what i'm saying and so i kind of have a little bit of a feel at least for what other places that are not la are like and the weird thing about la is that without the internet la is like the loneliest saddest fakest fucking shithole that I can even imagine to be honest and, dude, and dude, like it Nashville. sucks and it's nice to have the internet to be able to find people like you who I've never met in real life but you're I consider you one of my best friends to be honest and it's all because of the internet and fucking Instagram and podcasts and shit like that and that's fucking dope dude uh let me tell you something man I probably uh talk to you more than uh, you, my homeboy Ash, who lives in England. Um, I probably talk to you guys more than motherfuckers I know here that are my friends, man. So, yeah, I mean you, that says a lot. You know what I mean? For sure. And it, 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 and it's you know it's fucked up that like uh, motherfuckers I never even met, like you and well, I I have met Dave and Rafa, but you know we've only hung out twice. Yeah. But, people like them people like you and you motherfuckers are on the other side of the country but show me more love than people who are here that have claimed to be my best friends and shit man because i have you know i'm a dad and shit now uh i don't know man the the internet's a blessing and a curse Uh, yeah that's a hundred percent right it is it's both for sure but i don't know man I don't know. I know. I know. I got to let you go though, um, because you're living yeah. that dad life and building up that cult. And uh, so I want to do my yeah. part in that, which is to let you get some sleep. So I'm gonna let you go. Right, but first, I want you to tell everybody um, where they can find you online. Okay. Um, I got. I'm on Instagram. Uh, 
I have my personal Instagram. I have, uh, you know, the dark season and I got the nerdcore Instagram. So, uh, my Instagram is at hero X Bishop. The nerd core Instagram is underscore nerd X core underscore. And the dark season is at the dark season. And also I have a, uh, Facebook page for Nerdcore and a Twitter for Nerdcore. But all that, you know, any of my uh, social medias, there's a link tree in the description. So I guess I, uh, you know, hit that and it'll take you to everything if you don't feel like looking. And that's how we wrap it up. Thank you, Hero Bishop. And uh, I'm excited to do your podcast. Hey, it's going to be good, man. All right, man. Good night, brother. Have a good night.